Which... Your stories were so funny. I was so mad. I was at work because I really wanted to get in on it, but I was like, I couldn't be on my phone. <laughs> I, I was like, man. I'm so sorry. I to- totally took full control. I was like, I got to promote this baby somehow. And then it just like started Absolutely. spinning out of control because I was like, how many fan edits of different paranormal boyfriends can I find? <laughs> It was so good. I liked it a lot. It was fun. Um, I guess we can start. One thing I also wanted to mention before, um, and I think I might include this in, is I just want to apologize for the audio quality of episode two, because we recorded it before we recorded episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't quite have the settings figured out for like my audio input. So sounds a little crackly, but, um, the rest of the episodes should not be like that. So, and I also won't be as small in the rest of the episodes either. <laughs> <laughs> Got that sorted. So <laughs> I got a really weird setup right now. I'm trying not to show my boyfriend's puppet. <laughs> Wait, you should have <laughs> Should I have a minute? Yeah. This is all of our junk. Oh my god. I His love it. His name's Gobber. Hi, Gobber. I think Wait. he's a little distracting. So is Mal a ventriloquist? I can't even say the word. Ventriloquist? Uh, no. <laughs> oh my god. Um, He did this one show where he... It was like a talk show with a puppet. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this is the host. Um, Yeah. <laughs> he's just like some washed up like late night talk show host mm. it was just a show that he did mm. and mm-hmm. now I have to deal with him there <laughs> oh. in my house <laughs> he's beautiful he's Honestly, pretty cute I kind of like I, him future boyfriend right there it looks like all of my ex-boyfriends yeah just kidding <laughs> it's not true it's not even a little true I have a type <laughs> uh, well episode three Mm-hmm. You want to start us off? Sure. Go right into it. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Lonely Cast. I am Brittany. And I'm Abigail. And we're very unqualified, but today we're going to be speaking about dating. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I'm super unqualified. But... I would say I'm pretty qualified. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I changed my mind. If there's one thing I'm pretty confident about, it's that. I feel like you have way more stories about dating than I do. Mm, like, bad ones. <laughs> uh, this is probably facts. I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't know. I always thought of myself as, like, pretty okay at, like, picking good ones to go on dates with. I think I when I first got on Tinder, like, this was back in 2018, early 2018, um, I had just gotten out of a long-term relationship that I had been in since high school, and so I'd never dated before, really. Like, I, my relationship started because it was like, oh, I like you, you like me, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and so it was my first experience, and I, I think I just had insanely good luck for a really long time on Tinder, and then just all of a sudden, I started meeting really interesting people. That's how it'll go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You gotta get a couple of crazies in there, or Honestly. it's not Tinder. Honestly. Um, did you use dating apps for the majority of your, like, dating life, or did you do the whole, like, getting asked out on dates in high school and stuff? Um, my first boyfriend, uh, I think was 
reached out to me on Twitter, of course. Huh? <laughs> Everything comes back to Twitter with me. It was kind of cute, though. I think I tweeted about, like, craving pancakes or something stupid. So he took me to IHOP that weekend. Aww. And it was just, like, a... And then I think the SBCA. That's um, really... That's a good date. No, I'm re- taking notes, honestly. <laughs> but that part kind of freaked me out because it was my first time, like... It was my first date and my mm. first time, like, talking to a boy. And... <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and, uh... The IHOP thing was planned, but then he was like, I have a surprise, and he started driving, like, because the SBCA is, like... In the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm being murdered. (laughs) I'm gonna die. (laughs) Surprise, here's this really nice shack I found in the middle of this field. Do you want to stay here forever with me? (laughs) That was a fear of mine, and it's because I watch so much true crime Mm. that I'm constant, like, guard is constantly up. Yeah, fair. But not up enough that you would deny a trip out into the boonies with a strange man. Yeah, no, I'm not the smartest. (laughs) I went on a a second or third date to Jasper with someone. Ah, well. Which is, yeah. (laughs) That that's questionable, but I understand. I don't know. I'm just kind of a yes man. Yeah. <laughs> but my guard's always up. But my guard is always up. <laughs> no, like I'll, I'll say yes, but then I'm like mentally freaking out the entire time <laughs> and looking for every exit. Planning escape routes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh Have my you God. ever had a, a date so bad that you needed an escape? Yeah, actually, I. Uh... <laughs> Oh, I think I know the story. (laughs) A perfect one that comes to mind. Um, So I had these tickets to the Daniel Caesar concert back in 2019. And originally, I was supposed to go with a partner that I was seeing, but we had broken up. And then a week prior, I had actually seen Daniel Caesar perform at a music festival that I went to. And so I tried to sell my tickets to no avail. They wouldn't sell. And the friend that I was going to take was like, no, we saw him last weekend. So I don't really want to go to this. So I was like, all right. Well, I was talking to this one guy on Tinder and I was like, well, he seems kind of cute, kind of nice. Plus, and I thought this would be a no brainer because he like had graduated with a degree in like music. He'd studied like majored in jazz or something like that. So I was like, Daniel Caesar jazz musician guy sure that sounds like a good match so before i actually arrived at the event this was the night up he was like i actually have no idea who this guy is and i was like okay well that's cool i like showing people new music like that's fine we're not gonna have a whole lot to talk about maybe but like it'll be cool i pulled up to the venue um and he was standing outside with these two girls and immediately upon, like, approaching them, they all looked about 16 years old. Like, just the way that they were acting and what they were dressed in. I looked super cute. I had, like, done myself up really nice. Um, and there, it wasn't like he didn't look good. He just looked really young. And on Tinder, he said that he was, like, 24, which at that point was, like, a few years older than me. And he had also graduated. So I was like, well he must be 24 like from this high school well, yeah, <laughs> maybe he was just really lying to me but um i pulled up and apparently these two girls with him were like his best friends from school and they were all smoking uh marijuana um, I don't, 
I don't know. You if can't we can say, say that, that, Abigail. Sorry, they're. I only mention it every ten minutes. <laughs> they're all smoking pot. They're cool kids oh. smoking pot outside of the concert. So, I kind of was like, well, maybe this will be okay. So they offered me some weed. I smoked with them for a bit before we went in, and just the way that they were acting, they like. I don't know. They were like all really giddy. Like it literally just reminded me of like being in like the tenth grade. Is basically the best way I can describe it. Sorry to cut you off. Oh yeah. Did they have tickets or did he just bring them? No, they had tickets too. Okay, I was like, and then (laughs) it was this whole thing, and he was like, "Well, my friends are here because they got tickets too," and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy. Your friends are really annoying." Except I didn't say that to his face. Um. So we got inside. His friends left, which was good. So I, you know, went right right to it. I think I'm a pretty good date. Like, I'm pretty good at making conversation with people um, one-on-one. And so I was, like, asking him all these questions and, like, trying to get to know him a little bit. And it was really strange because I don't know if it was because he was too high or, like, what. But I would, like, ask him, like, oh, like, when did you graduate? You know, what was studying music like? And any time that he would, like, go to answer a question, he'd be like, uh, I, uh, I, and then nothing. That would literally be it. He would say maybe two words and then just not anything at all, which was so weird to me because he literally was talking perfectly fine outside, but then all of a sudden we were, like, alone and inside and he could not make a sentence. So I was like, all right, well, (laughs) you wait in line for our drinks. I'll go find our seats because I was like, this is so awkward. It was so strange. So a little bit later, um, we find our seats. We're sitting together. Um, He kind of was starting to warm up. Conversation was flowing. Um, this is before the opener too, so nothing had started. And all of a sudden I just hear these two girls like coming up behind us, like down the aisle, and we were like we had floor seats, so we were pretty close. And I was like, Oh god, like they can't they're are they just coming to say hi, like what's going on? They're like, Oh my god, wait, you guys are sitting here? We're sitting like literally right in front of you. Oh. And I was like, Oh no. Like, please, no. So they come, they're talking. The opener starts. They're not talking anymore, which is good. Him and I were kind of, like, discussing the music and stuff. Just, like, I don't know, stupid shit that you talk about with a music graduate, I guess. Um, and finally, like, the the opener had finished. And they all decided, they were like, we're going to go outside and smoke more weed. Do you want to come? And I was like, no, honestly, like, I'm pretty stoned already. And, like, if I smoke more, I'm just going to get anxious. So I was sitting in my seat, and they had all gone. And I was like, well, I think I think it's my cue to, like, exit because I'm not enjoying this. I'm stoned. My friend is having his birthday party at the Marriott downtown right now. <laughs> I already saw this act i paid for the tickets i was like i honestly can do whatever i want i'm uncomfortable so i'm gonna go home so i ended up like right before daniel caesar started i picked up my stuff because they hadn't come back yet i picked up my stuff and i like was headed out the door but as i was exiting they were coming back in but i perfectly timed it so i was like passing behind a pillar that they were passing on the other side of so they did not see me as i was leaving called a taxi jumped in went to the marriott downtown and he was texting me he was like hey like where'd you go and i was like oh 
I'm in the bathroom. I'm not feeling super well, which I shouldn't have lied. Like, that was really <laughs> shitty on my part, but I was also just, like, high and panicking. Yeah, you also, um, like, don't want to hurt his feelings. No. I feel like no one wants to hear, like, I'm not having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to leave the concert that I paid for. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, sorry, like, I need to go home. I'm just like, I have a headache, whatever. Um, and then I blocked him, because that's what I do. So I run and I hide. So Amazing. But then I had a really good time at my friend's birthday party, so it was fine. It was worth it. That sounds so brutal, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. I, I don't think I've ever... <clears throat> I, I've never had a date where I was like, I need to get out of here immediately. Like, there's definitely been dates where I'm like, I'm probably not going to contact this person after this, but never so bad. Well, <laughs> there's one that was close. So mm. I uh, briefly dated this... Uh, drummer slash skateboarder love that good blend i think i think you know the one yeah um, <laughs> yeah great blend and he was like 26 too so that's oh promising God. um <laughs> but i think the first the first day we got drinks and it was pleasant and it was whatever and then like the second one i was out drinking with my friends and he was out drinking with his friends and he invited me to like come hang out Mm-hmm. So he sends me the location that they're at, like the bar, and this is for people who live in Edmonton and are familiar <laughs> with White Ave. Um, they were at H2O Lounge, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't mean to judge. It's a little musty in there, though. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's like a karaoke pool bar kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I feel on like a people, strip. <laughs> people only really go there for jokes, and, like, they'll go there on, like, yeah. a night that not a lot of people are going to be there, or else it gets a little sketchy type yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, he's with, like, a big group of people. They're all very pleasant. They're really nice. Um, they're just playing pool. And this drunk guy comes up to them. Oh, so a little backstory. Uh, he used to skateboard in Toronto, and I don't know if he did, but like his friends have done like documentaries and like uh, something with vans. I don't know. I don't really <laughs> listen when men speak, um, but I was just like nodding. I was like, "Yeah, it's cool." I don't, I don't know anything about skateboarding, but cool. Um, but anyways, he's very serious about skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Remind you, he's 27 years old. Um, yeah. <laughs> which, don't, I'm, anyways. <laughs> I don't want to get mean. Um, this guy comes up, this random guy, just so, so drunk. And mm. he goes up to him and he's like, hey, uh, like, you know so-and-so? And I should make up a name for this guy because I don't want to say his real name. Uh, we'll call him uh, George. I was on a date with George. <laughs> Anyways, so George was like, oh yeah, I know that guy. Like, I, I used to board with him when I was in Toronto and like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, no, like, we, we used to skate together. Like, remember that documentary? Like, I was in that. And George was like, no, you weren't. And he's like, yeah, no, man, absolutely. Like, I'll call him right now. And I'll, like, and George was just like, dude, I'm just trying to hang out with my friends, like, Mm, not into this. Uh, I don't really want to talk to you. 
And the guy's like, no, seriously, like, let me pull up my phone. I'll show you. Like, I was in that video. And then his friends join in and they're like, you weren't in that. You weren't, you didn't do that. Like, you weren't there. Oh and God. I was just like, oh my God, I'm in a, I'm in H2O lounge with a bunch of like men in their mid twenties arguing yeah. about skateboarding. Mm. And it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was standing in the corner and I was just like, what have I gotten myself into? Why am I here? Why am I in this situation? But they oh literally God. almost fist fought over the fact of like, was this guy in this skateboarding documentary or not? Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so that was when I was like, I'm going to call an Uber. <laughs> I yeah. think I'm ready for bed. <laughs> yeah. But outside That's of that, thing. I... Sorry? Oh, yeah, no. Finish your story. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say outside of that, I don't think I've had like a really bad experience (laughs) yeah i guess like it poses a question to me there's something about men aged 26 27 28 that just really doesn't doesn't sit sit right with you (laughs) (laughs) they're always kind of weird (laughs) like peace and love but like (laughs) what's going on guys um it's yeah. like a weird, weird mixture of adolescence and just adolescence. It's like they revert backwards, like yeah. several steps. Because I feel like when they hit the age of like 23, 24, 25, what they're trying to do is pretend as if they have it all together. And then by the time they get to 26, 27, 28, they've just, they've realized that there's probably no hope. Mm-hmm. And... My heart goes out to you. That's the thing, though. (laughs) It's like, he had a house. He had a car, like, a nice car, Mm full-time job. But I was just like, there's something, like, just so young about you that it's really weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I have dated a 28-year-old. I don't know. Do we just, should we just talk about our dating stories? Because, like, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to, like out these guys entirely um, i don't i'm only gonna out the ones i don't feel bad about true <laughs> they were they were mean <laughs> there is a chance that this dude will listen to this podcast but i mean it's his funeral so it's fine this is yeah, also if his you, hoodie if um, you've dated either of us don't listen <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna regret for the rest of your life absolutely um Okay, well, I have dated a 28-year-old um, on, I want to say on and off, but, like, it wasn't really. Like, we met after I moved here last summer and kind of were seeing each other very casually over the summertime. I think I was kind of looking for something to latch on to, um, but he wasn't really emotionally or time wise available to me (laughs) um he was a cool guy like super dope um but i just kind of hit this point where i was like i don't think i should be in a relationship right now or looking for someone to attach to because i had like just gone through a pretty traumatic breakup and it was just like it was too soon and i had just moved into a new city too so i was like well this is not the right choice um and i don't think that was anything that he was really able to do either so i kind of told him I was like eh nah sorry like I think that we should stop seeing each other until things kind of blow over 
Um, and then he texted me like a few months later after we had stopped talking to get together and catch up. And I was like, you know what? I've done three or four months worth of healing. I can, I can do this again, except I kind of like went into the hangout under the impression that we were just going to like catch up as homies. So Mm -hmm. I like went over there. I mean, I looked cute regardless. Um, and then, yeah, no, we were just catching up. It was kind of awkward because he was like, it was my first time dating someone like significantly older than me. And I felt like every single time I was around him, I would get insanely nervous. Like I could never get comfortable. I could never like let my guard down and be relaxed. I was just like, what am I doing in this situation? Like not that dating someone older than you is wrong. I just like, I felt intimidated and I don't like feeling intimidated by my partners. Mm -hmm. I would prefer it to be the other way around. Um, (laughs) But, uh, He ended up kissing me on that first time that we hung out. And so I kind of was like, well, I guess this is happening. Um, Which, once again, is not a great way to start dating people. Um, Just because it's there doesn't mean you should always take the opportunity. And it was kind of like, kind of the same thing again, where I was like, "Eh." I, this time though, I kind of was like, well, let's see what happens. Because I wasn't looking to rush into anything. I was feeling pretty good, having been on my own for a while. Um, and he was very, all of a sudden, like, I'm so into you. You're, I care about you so much. I don't want to stop talking to you ever again. And that was weird for me. I felt very bombarded by attention and affection. (laughs) And I was like, um, and so eventually, like, the same things kept happening where, like, it was, like, the dumbest shit. Like, it was the day before his birthday. Um, or on his birthday, we were supposed to grab breakfast together. We had plans, like, in the morning um, that he made, by the way. He was the one that was like, I really want to see you. And I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. Um, but the night before, he, by himself, he decided to do shrooms, like, at, like, 7 p.m., <laughs> Which is like, okay, fine. Like, have fun. That's cool. You do you. Like, but I feel like everybody knows that shrooms keep you up, like, for seven to eight hours, typically. <laughs> and so he texts me literally an hour before we were supposed to meet up on his birthday, being like, oh, yo, I took shrooms last night and I didn't get any sleep at all. Like, it was like some wild, like, thing that he wasn't expecting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> And it's not his first time doing it, right? No. He's, like, very much indulged in substances such as that before. And um, so he canceled our plans. And this was, like, kind of the third time that it happened since we started talking and, like, seeing each other again. Not the whole drugs part, but just, like, canceling plans, which is a pet peeve of mine. Like, if you're going to make plans, like, at least try to, like, not flake. But, like, I get it because I flake too. I don't know complicated situation so i kind of was like you know what it's your birthday do what you want live your life um but i was obviously a little bit upset because i was like uh this is kind of like strike three type thing Mm -hmm. i'm not feeling it and so i think for like a week or two weeks afterwards like um i was kind of being a little bit short in text messages like i just like feel like responding so i would respond when i wanted to and i wasn't putting a whole lot of energy into it because i was just like upset i didn't really feel like making plans because i was like i feel like they're not gonna happen anyways 
And then we couldn't see each other for a really long period of time because of COVID stuff and lockdowns and his par- like, it was a whole thing. And so while all of that was happening, all of a sudden he got like super hyper affectionate with me. And he was like, I just, I care, but I have all of these things that I want us to do like several months down the road. And like, he bought me like 20, 20 candlesticks. Um, because I couldn't find colored ones anywhere for, like, a good price. So he, like, went on a journey to find me candlesticks, which given was sweet, but also just felt weird, especially because he knew I was upset with him. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. Eventually, like, I broke things off, and, like, it was fine and all of that. But he... One thing that, like, really weirded me out... This happened, like, literally last week. Um, he had made me a playlist when we started seeing each other again and he like titled it my name and it was private on his Spotify. Um, but I was going through my playlist last week and I noticed that he had changed the name of the playlist. Like he kept the playlist entirely the same, but he changed the name of it to just be kind. And I don't know. And he made it public on his Spotify. And I was like, it's a good playlist. I was like, but be kind. I was like, was I mean to you? I guess breaking up with somebody is mean. But I don't what know. What if it was a, like a public playlist and he's like, uh, this one. And then made it private and named it Abby. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Uh, maybe. That's so funny. Who knows? Maybe I'm not as important as I think I am. I always just like to I think that, like, everyone's <laughs> obsessed with me, so. <laughs> everyone's got a little god complex in them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird dating a 28-year-old who didn't realize that shrooms would keep you up, you know? Like, it was just, like, it was, <laughs> like, <flag>. weird. <laughs> yeah. Although he was a tattoo artist, so, like, I don't know how. It wasn't like he was, like, some CEO or something like that. I don't think yeah. most 28-year-olds are, but <laughs> I was, like, this, there's just some things. I was, like, it doesn't line up. Also, it weirds me out when older guys want to date younger girls. It okay, let's talk about that. So, yeah. <laughs> when I was 17, I dated a 24-year-old. Mm, you're and a vic- I mean, I don't want to say that too much. <laughs> you're saying you're, you're a victim. <laughs> Like, I just joined some, like, fun club. <laughs> I'm part of the victim club. I didn't mean to say it like that. I don't it's know so cheery. Like <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so um, sorry, Brittany. That's okay. whatever you want to be. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> uh, so... Um, obviously, when you're 17, you just think, wow, I'm so mature and awesome, so this mm-hmm. older man wants me. Mm. If you are a minor and you are listening to this, mm. if anyone who's out of high school <laughs> wants you, they're weird. Yeah. I don't care if they're a nice guy. That's weird. It is. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, what happened was... So it was kind of my fault. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, no. no. <laughs> You're a victim. I'm a victim, <laughs> as Abby stated previously. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Um, so when I was like... 
Yeah, my senior year, I was just feeling a little lonely, a little ugly, as you do in high school. Yeah. So I downloaded Tinder, which, mm. don't do that if you're underage. But it was, I literally just would talk to people for, like, an evening and then, like, block them kind of thing. Yeah, like I just, just wanted, a little validation. Yeah, just a little bit. I would never, I didn't intend on ever meeting anyone on there because I was like, I'm lying about my age, so obviously. <laughs> but there's this guy that... Um, he had a podcast that I listened to, like one with his friends. Oh my god! And so I saw him, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool! Like he seems really nice." So I started talking to him, and it was just kind of like we ended up talking for like three days straight or something. And I was like, "Okay, I gotta, I gotta block him soon." <laughs> um, but this one night, I was at a, a part, a get together or whatever, and he texted me, and he's like, "I'm getting off work. Do you want to grab coffee?" And so I did, and. Ooh whatever we just talked and then the next day I texted him and I was like when I was sober <laughs> and I was like hey um I'm underage and yeah. you're breaking the law and I, <laughs> you've I, been you've been <laughs> swindled Wait, no it's not catfished <laughs> to catch a predator <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but I was like, obviously, I felt bad. I was like, oh, like this, I, this guy didn't know what he was getting into. Like, I'm a piece of shit. So I immediately told him, and I was like, I'm not sorry. Like, mm-hmm. you probably hate me. And he just said, okay, cool. Do you want to go see a movie tonight? Like, just did not care, which All right. should have been a red flag, but I was just like, <gasps> he likes me. Yeah, well, that's so, totally on him. That's where it's like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so he was batshit crazy, um, cheated on me a bunch. Mm. Um, my 18th birthday, he obviously was not invited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I literally went out with my mom to the bar that my dad was working at with like just three of like my closest girlfriends, I think, mm. was the night. Mm-hmm. And he was texting me every 10 minutes just like i don't i'm having a really bad night blah blah like just trying to get me to talk to him yeah so i said "Mm, turn off my phone (laughs) i was like i want to enjoy my night and the next morning keep in mind he lives in millwoods which should have been the a major red flag red flag number two yes um (laughs) take a shot every time this man has a red flag that i ignore um but yeah he i lived really north I still lived, I lived with my, my mom and my aunt and my uncle, and he drove from Mill Woods at, like, 8 a.m. the next day to mm. just, like, to drop off my gifts, but just to see if I was, like, actually home. Um, okay. So, just nuts. A little, a little nuts though there. Yeah, and then I tried breaking up with him once, he wouldn't let me leave his room, so that was kind of scary. <laughs> um, and then uh, my graduation, mm-hmm. I actually invited him to that one, and he said he didn't want to come. So again, because I'm out having fun with people, he's like, I'm not okay with that. So blew up my phone. Um, this is becoming therapy. Um, yeah, well, so- <laughs> it's fine. We're going through this. Uh, so, like, just blew up my phone all night, and then come dinner, my parents are just like, dude, like, get off your phone, fuck this guy, and I was like, you're right, and so I turned off my phone, and at the time, I had this friend who I was very, very close with, um, like, him and his family, so I went, 
his girlfriend was staying over at his house, so and I also mm-hmm. stayed over at his house. And the next morning, we're trying to have breakfast like with his family, and he's blowing up my phone again. And so I just said, I'm done. I did it over text, which is not nice to do, but wow. it was the only way. In that situation, it's necessary. Yeah. And so I said, mm, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. That's fine. You can stay in Millwoods. <laughs> um, but yeah. So like during the time, I thought that was fine. But, mm. you know, it took me about a year to be like, oh, that was incredibly weird. And I see why my parents were like, we hate this man. Yeah. Because he was a man and I was a yeah. kid. Literally. So. Ah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean. Sorry I to get so my... dark. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. We can, we can lighten it up in, in a bit. I'm like. My brain is a void now. I'm like, <laughs> all of the men that have wronged me must pay. Um, <laughs> oh, have you ever been stood up? No. And I've also never been cheated on. Fun fact. I've, I've been, been cheated on, like, every single time. Oh, my God. <laughs> one is alleged. One has been um, argued, but I still... The first honestly, two, verified. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Good <laughs> uh, God. I just, I don't, I don't understand. I, I mean, I think I've just, I've been relatively, I, I mean, I say I haven't been cheated on, but to my knowledge, I haven't been cheated on. I haven't really, like, I've asked, but I don't think that that was a thing that has ever happened. I've only been in two serious relationships as well. Oh, unless you also count the one in the eighth grade that I had. Um, let's talk about that relationship, shall we? <laughs> I love eighth grade boyfriends. They're the best. Okay, so... Shout out to Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> um, this uh, this guy, we're actually still, like, I would say we're good acquaintances now. He ended up becoming roommates with, like, one of my old best friends for a little bit. Um, he's still living in Edmonton, part of that community there. So, hi, if the you're The victim listening. community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, he and I met... Oh god, this is this is fun. We met at like this Christian like youth retreat thing. <laughs> so we we met at like a camp in the fall. Um he was from one church, I was from a different church. Um or we went with the same church, I can't remember. But it basically it was just like love at first sight. We were like, Wow, who is this person? They dress super cool, like we're probably the two most like hipster kids at youth group, you know? <laughs> Like, that's what really attracted us to each other. I can fully picture this. Yeah, literally. (laughs) He had, like, these big black, like, square glasses, and, like, he'd wear plaid button-downs, and I had, like, my brown combat boots, and, like, uh, I don't even remember what I used to wear back then. I think I used to wear a lot of, I don't know if this was eighth grade or ninth grade, but I would do, like ripped denim shorts with like black tights and stuff i was like and my my -hmm. combat jackets and stuff like that so you're like really Um, cool yes i was very grunge very um harry styles please marry me um (laughs) every single day of my life um so yeah in the eighth grade um we met and we didn't actually really have any like firm connections that we would see each other at at often because he was homeschooled which just made it all the better um and i also think it's one of the reasons why he just seemed a lot more emotionally mature and why i was into him 
Um, he was homeschooled. I was not. We went to different churches, but then I decided to start going to this youth group that he was in, and that's kind of how we started, like, seeing each other regularly. We'd see each other every Wednesday night at a beach, something beach, Stony Beach Alliance church. I don't, I don't know. Shout out to that place <laughs> for bringing two lovers together. Um, I remember we would, like, go on, like, paintball dates and laser quest dates because of the youth group and we'd like talk on facebook all the time we were like so in love with each other i think he met my parents and i met him his did i i can't remember this was so long ago but like we dated for eight months eight months and it was like substantial amounts of energy put into that relationship i was like i love this boy I'm going to marry this boy. Holy and it, it was like the same thing returned. I has, I still, I think, have like love letters that we had written each other like back and forth oh on God. Facebook Messenger. Oh, I don't even know. It's so cringy. Um, but I think what ended it, I was broken up with because I had gotten jealous. He had this like girl best friend that he had like grown up with. And they literally like were allowed to have sleepovers together all this stuff and my mom had like banned me from seeing him because i wasn't allowed to date when i was until i was 16 mm-hmm. that's a whole other story of the weird environment that i grew up in um but she like banned me from seeing him ever cuz she didn't want me to get pregnant even though like the most we ever did is i kissed him on the cheek like one time <laughs> and we'd hold hands um But he broke up with me because I was like, I said something about his relationship with his female best friend. And I was like, I just think it's weird that you guys have like sleepovers together. And we're like 14. I was like, that's just so strange to me. And he got really angry with me about that, which is not a good sign. He's like, sorry, I get bitches. Yeah. Little 14 year olds (laughs) like, sorry about it, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, well, I can't date you then if you don't like this girl. And I was like, it's not that I don't like her, but whatever. I was heartbroken, and I wrote fan fiction and made him the villain in it. So, and I read it, and it's great. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> he's a prick, God. But um, uh, yeah, I had a I had a really serious relationship in the eighth grade too. Oh my god! Just kidding. It was three days long, <laughs> and it was uh, like he he would text me and be like, "I I scored a goal at my soccer game for you," and I was like. <gasps> this is love um oh my god and then three days in i was like oh my god i'm so young i can't have a boyfriend i got really stressed i was like it was recess i was sitting on the hill watching him play soccer and i was like oh my god i can't do this girls like (laughs) to like my two girlfriends (laughs) i was like oh my god like i'm i'm way too young we're way too young we can't do this and i just started like freaking out and i like ran up to him and i was like I can't do this, sorry. And I, like, ran away. And he was, he was like, okay, cool. All right. Sick. And now I gotta go get more bitches. Yeah. <laughs> we ended up being, like, pals for a while. Yeah. I still... He's a good dude. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I was, like, I... My brain couldn't handle it at that age. I was, like, we're gonna have to hold hands. We're gonna have to kiss. Oh, I'm gonna have to meet his parents. <laughs> Making the mental checklist and just getting overwhelmed. That's me now. Literally, that's me now thinking about getting into a relationship. I'm like, I have to see them. I have to kiss them. I have to meet their parents. That's too much. I can't. (laughs) I feel like I've always been 
like I think one of the reasons why I've, I've had a substantial amount of good dates as compared to bad dates on Tinder and stuff like that. And I mean, this might not check out. Like, I might be bullshitting here, but like, I'm definitely more of like a vibes person when it comes to meeting people. Like, I can just tell if someone seems like interesting and someone that I'll get along with and like mm-hmm. connect with. Um, I feel like all, well, not all of my relationships, but like, there's like one or two that stand out to me or one or two people that stand out to me where I was like, I had a good feeling about you and it was really good and like we connected well. But aside from that, like I won't put in effort with people that I can't see, like that I don't immediately have that like really strong feeling for. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it's the reason why I've ended a lot of the connections that I've been in. Like I'll date somebody for a little bit, but I'm always like honest with them because I think my philosophy now is like, I will stay single until I meet the person that changes my mind. Mm-hmm. And like, it has been that for like three years now. And I think that's like pretty much like reigned true. Um, and like, I don't know. I, I, I find that like, I just, I crave like that weird, like romantic, like feely, like touchy feely, but also like just like a good person type thing like everything else doesn't matter to me too much like i've dated a high school dropout who worked at hooters you know nice because i liked his vibes and he was also an aries and we got piercings together after our second date and then never spoke again (laughs) (laughs) nice that's very aries of you (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah i think i'm kind of the same i I'm pretty picky about mm-hmm. who I date. I've only, like, casually dated a couple of people. Mm-hmm. And I know right away if I'm not into it. But usually mm-hmm. they're really into it. And so I have to, like, hang out for a while until I figure out how to get out of it. Yeah. Is usually my situation. Um, yeah. <laughs> the previously mentioned George guy. He, like... <laughs> The dude was, like, ready for marriage immediately. Mm. Like, he just was so intense so fast, and I just was very clear I was not into it. Um, And I I told him how I was feeling. I was honest. Uh, Mm. At one point, I matched with his roommate on Tinder, and he's like, you're on Tinder? I deleted it so long ago. And I was like, oh, well. (laughs) Swings. Um, But (laughs) the way that it was... (laughs) My breaking point... (laughs) We uh we went to Costco. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's an adult man, so he has a Costco card. Yeah, and it's so stupid, you wouldn't even believe. So we had this cart. We had two items in it. Okay, a box of like fairy lights, and something else. It was really busy, and there was you know how Costco is just chaos, like with the lines, like you just kind of like make a line to get to the till. Um, Mm -hmm. We were standing there with this big ass cart with two items in it. And there's this lady that was like trying to find where to go, but it was like, we were right against the shelf. So there was like nowhere for her to go. So I said, oh, let's move our cart and just like take the stuff out so that this lady can get behind us. And he's like, well, what are we going to do with the stuff? And I, I got enraged immediately. I think because I was just already like sick of him. (laughs) And I was like, we're going to hold it, George. Like, what do you mean? There's two items in this cart. And the lady sees me getting mad. So she's like, oh, 
don't worry about it. Like, it's okay. And I was like, no, 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 it's not okay. I'm like, move the cart. I'm like, you're being like, what's the point of having this cart here? I just got so mad because I was just like, (laughs) it's not going to inconvenience us to move this fucking cart. And it will make this lady have a place in line. So she doesn't get like, someone else doesn't jump in. Yeah. So I like ripped everything out of the car and I pushed it aside and I just did not speak to him. I didn't speak to him the entire car ride. And he paid. (laughs) (laughs) Dropped me off, never spoke to him again. (laughs) So that's how I end relationships. I just wait till I lose my mind. So yeah, uh, that's how mentally stable I am. Oh my god! I don't know. It just made me. It made me so mad because I'm just like, just help this lady out. Yeah. Just it's not an inconvenience to us. I don't know why. I like the second he like made that joke, I was like, I hate this man. Yeah. (laughs) This is it. Yeah. You're just like I feel like you hit a point with some people, even in like long term relationships. Where it's just like, I'm sorry, but if you say one more word to me, I, I'm i leaving you. Literally. Like, no, it is, though. And I'm so bad for that. Like, I'll watch, I'll, like, get all these red flags and, like, just be, like, thinking about it, thinking about it. And then there's just one day where they make a yeah. comment and I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. It's and horrible. And they're like, oh, I was so blindsided. And I was like, well... <laughs> not about you Sorry okay about it. it's about me and how i was feeling i'm pretty good at pretending all right <laughs> um the the first time i got dumped by my high school boyfriend which mm-hmm. we have like the same friend group i have nothing bad to say about him <laughs> uh but he was in the 12th grade and i was in the 10th grade mm. um so I've, I've got a theme going on here um <laughs> But it was literally, like, after he graduated, it was weird, and it was obvious, because the guy was turned 18 and could go drink and, like, do stuff yeah. that I couldn't. Um, but he went to BBJ. Wait, what is BBJ? BBJ is Big oh, Valley BBJ. Jamboree. It's a country um, uh, music festival. Um, yeah. Which I can't say anything badly about because just so many people will tear me apart. I've tried to make a joke online and they are very passionate about BBJ. But anyways, he goes to this festival. um, He comes back and he asks if he can see me and I'm like so excited. I'm just like, oh, he was gone for three whole days. I didn't know what to do without (laughs) him. And then I get in his truck and he's like, yeah, we're going to have to break up. And I was like, what? Why? And I literally, like, got out of his truck and, like, walked home. Because I was so dramatic. Um, Was it in the rain? No, I wish it was. It was, like, a really nice day out. perfect. I know. I wish. (laughs) Um, But it was, I'm pretty sure it was because he, like, slept with someone at BBJ. Which is, like, I should have known. (laughs) Yeah. He Um, never told you? He never owned up to it? Even now? And no. are, like, still in the same friend group? Um, well, it was, like, a bad... Bre- it was a bad relationship. 
I remember his grad, we were yelling at each other outside of a Denny's at like two in the morning. So that's the kind of relationship it was. And it was because I was, grew up reading fan fictions and watching all these like romantic movies where you get into arguments and then you, you come back and make up. So it was just a very dramatic, over the top relationship. We were that annoying couple and I hated (laughs) it. But I, no, I found out, like I know that it happened i don't think he was the one that told me though oh my god but yeah so that was fun did it (laughs) bvj getting (laughs) what (laughs) i just like think of the kind of person that goes to bvj and cheats cheats on their partners like anyone that lives in alberta yeah, probably. I'm not gonna lie. It was, was not like, shocking information. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, probably. Uh, well, I'm an East Coaster now. We're more sophisticated. Here we go to, like, raves and cheat on each other while doing cocaine in the bathroom stall and someone else's piss. Every place in Canada, like, every province, they have a specific place that they cheat in. Yeah. <laughs> it's just they be cheating everywhere, but That's true. Actually, I'm not sure if it's possible for people to cheat in Montreal. Everyone's in polyamorous relationships. Really? No, that's no. <laughs> no, did you just make that up? Well, no. <laughs> What's the truth, Abigail? <laughs> This is me coming out as being in a polyamorous relationship. I support. With me and myself and my other voices in my head. I thought that was going to go a different direction. I thought you were going to say, like, vibrator or something. (laughs) Speaking of vibrator, it exists solely on my my, my nightstand now. Um, It doesn't... Because you live alone. Yeah. You can do that. It's the best thing in the world. Um, <laughs> I have a designated also, drawer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I used to keep it underneath my bathroom sink, but now, now I was like, what am I doing? It does not need to live here anymore. I can just keep it right beside my bed, and I don't have to move to do anything, and it's wonderful. Um, I, yeah, I like being single now. I think that, like, I'm not even really interested in dating. I, like, have crushes periodically, and they're soul-crushing, because it's very hopeless, usually. Um, But it's it's fun. It's a a vibe. I, like I said, in a loving, supportive relationship with my vibrator. (laughs) Now. And they're not toxic. They are not toxic. No, they don't talk back to you. (laughs) No. You're not worried about where they've gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that you, you'll you find someone when you're not looking. So I think it's good to, like, get to the place where you're, like, I'm solid being single. Because it's when you're, like, yeah. looking for someone that you find, like, really shitty people. See, and I've and learned I that to, the hard way. <laughs> I, I used to believe that because, like, for a while in my life it had been true, kind of. For at least one case it had been true. And so I was like, well, that's how it is. But I've been not looking for approximately almost six months now. And seven months, maybe. And that's when 
the one guy that I dated came into my life and I just was like, well, maybe. And then I was like, wait, no, this is not good. Mm -hmm. This is not what I want. Yeah. And like when I broke up with him, even I was like, um, I've just really started to enjoy being on my own. And I feel like it would be a betrayal to myself (laughs) if I started getting into a relationship just because it was available to me. Yeah. I was so bad for that. Yeah. Like it was just like, um, oh, this person's a little less awful than the one before, so they're good for me. Yeah. That's another thing that I struggled with, is, like, I dated someone that I was, like, that wasn't as awful as my other exes, and I thought, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is endgame. And now looking back, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't even, like, I look back at them as a friend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it was just, like, we got along and we were nice to each other, so I was like, oh, this is is it. This is... happy and healthy (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah no that was like well and i mean my longest relationship that i've been in was three years um we met in high school we started dating um we lost our virginities to each other which is very cute um and i genuinely like the entire relationship i thought well it's a 50 50 chance that we'll end up together in the end Mm. I never put my bets on it. I never was like, I want to plan my future around you. I just kind of was like, well, you're here. We get along. It's Mm -hmm. fine. And I noticed that in that position, I ended up becoming one of the worst versions of myself. Not because of the relationship per se, but because um, I had completely lost myself in the relationship and I had let that happen. Yeah. Um... And I knew that I was the problem in that relationship fully. Um, you know, he had his issues and stuff like that, but I was, like, really reactive. I didn't know how to handle myself. And I think that I literally just stayed in that relationship because I was like, well, this is friendship and this is good. But then twenty twenty hindsight, now that I'm out of it, I'm like, we should not have been together for that long. Yeah. We should not have been together, period, probably. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, I don't think I loved him in the way that he needed to be loved in that situation, especially in a long-term commitment that he kind of was looking forward to, like, an end game, and I just kind of was like, I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. That's something that I've had to work on a bunch is... Mm -hmm. And I think it's, again, like, that's a piece of my dating history that I've shared, and it obviously very bad. Um, But because I dated someone that, like, was so insecure that they, like, didn't want me to have friends, I kind of fell into that. Even if it was, like, a good relationship, it was, like, I just started talking to my friends less and, like, just became whoever I was dating's girlfriend instead of, like, Mm -hmm. just myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't have a personality outside of that. I looked forward to, like, hanging out with them and their friends and their family and didn't really have anything going on for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely not like that anymore, which is good. But Woo! it's, it, hey, it's a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's important. If your partner either I mean doesn't want you to have friends or is not interested in getting to know your friends Mm -hmm. 
mm, not good. Not good. <laughs> that's my full thought. It's not very good. Yeah. Man, I think that's another thing too. It's like a lot of my friends are in relationships, um, and I'm the single one now, which is fun because literally for a grand total of like five years of my life, that was never the case of mm-hmm. my adult life. That was never the case. Um, and now that I'm single, I'm realizing how much work it is to be a facilitator for all of my friends' relationship issues as well. Yeah. And uh, they have enough of their own that I don't need a relationship for myself. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why I'm so not fond, not just because of like past traumas and relationships and stuff, but just hearing everybody else's issues. I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right now I'm just vibing and I like it. It's good. Abby's um, alone. <laughs> what is that hand motion? That doesn't look good. I'm going to no. put that away. I regret that. For those of you listening, that didn't happen. For those of you watching, you saw it happen, but it didn't. That was an illusion. This will be a cl- the clip that we put on our Instagram for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, communication is huge. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I've dated people where it's, like, a problem arises, and they're so against talking it out or coming to a solution that it just, like, I'm like, oh, well, I don't like this person anymore. Yeah. Um, like, my current partner is really great for, like, listening to what I have to say and being like, oh, okay, well, this is how I feel about that, and let's do this moving forward, so... Mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, I wanted, I needed to come on here and clear his name because in the first episode, um, I made him sound kind of like a dick (laughs) at that part where I was like, um, (laughs) we were talking about, uh, trying new things and Mm. I was like, yeah, my boyfriend's always like, um, like you just have to do it or something like that. I don't know. I just made him sound so rude. And his friends have been, like, <laughs> ripping him apart for it, so. Um, my boyfriend's really sweet. It probably sweet. didn't help that I, like, chimed in and was like, fuck Yeah. You. <laughs> and I didn't even notice, because you explained, like, why it sounded mean. And I was like, I was just saying that, like, you're, you support me. <laughs> I just talk aggressively. You're motivating. <laughs> you're very encouraging. <laughs> um... Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I was thinking about this the other day. Mm. If I could give any advice, it's if you have if you like someone, <laughs> I have the politician hand going on. <laughs> if you like someone, if you like someone, <laughs> um tell them I understand there's like certain situations where you don't want to ruin a friendship, blah blah blah. But One of the most damaging things to ever happen to me is when I was 15, I had the fattest crush on a friend of mine. Like, he was an Adonis in my eyes, okay? Mm. And 15-year-old Brittany was like, there is no way that this person would ever like me back, so this is never going to be something I bring up to anyone ever. Mm -hmm. And then later on, like, way later on, I found out that he had a crush on me at one point, too. And I was like... It physically made me ill. I was like, if I just got my head out of my ass and just went for it, 
We could have we could have been married. Yeah. I'm wow. perfectly happy in my relationship right now, by the way. I just... <laughs> at the time, this, this is before. This episode, you had to apologize for the first episode for how you talked about Val, and you're going to have to do another apology next episode. Yeah, you know. every episode, I'm just yeah. going to apologize. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, the thing, like, usually it's, oh, I don't want to wreck a friendship, so I don't want to let them know that mm-hmm. I like them. Worst case, mm-hmm. they say no. It's a little awkward for a little bit, and you move on. Because if mm-hmm. this is someone that you really like and is, like, a good friend of yours, chances are they're not going to be like, ew, like, bleh. <laughs> they're probably just going to be like, oh, I don't see that way. And it's like, oh, shit, okay, cool. And then you guys move on. Yeah. But, like, you'll never know, and it could be something really great. What would your advice be for someone who has a work crush? Asking for a friend. <laughs> um, well, I guess it depends the dynamic of it. Like, is this someone who's, like, on the same level as you in this job? Or is this, like, someone you're above or under? Same level. Same level. This is not my situation at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess it depends if... I mean, I can't go back on my advice. Like, you have to obviously tell this person now. Um, But (laughs) uh, I think that one of the factors would be, like, is this a job that you see yourself at for a very long time? And is this going to be really uncomfortable if it doesn't work out and you guys have to see each other every single day? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I've already gone through these phases. This is old news. I don't even have to crush anymore. <laughs> yeah, coworkers is kind of like a gray area because also like yeah. most jobs don't want their staff mingling Dang. with each other. But then we have the propaganda of the office and Jim and Pam and That's literally true. every other character on that show, and we're like, yeah, it's not even usually Parks and like that. <laughs> I just Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I know for me that when a relationship ends, I don't want to speak to that person, like, ever again. Like, I'm... See, and me... Sorry. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> You're like, hey, just checking in. I know we broke up five minutes ago. Um... Literally. <laughs> like, I know we haven't spoken to each other, and the last time we spoke, you said that you never wanted to talk to me again, but I just wanted you to know that I care about you, <laughs> and that I hope that you're doing good. I'm something's broken because I'm literally like I want to force my friendship on people I'm like I just want you to like me like we don't have to date I just want you to think I'm cool (laughs) I'm guilty of that some well it's also like you expect them to reach out and they don't and you're just like oh was I not like the best person you've ever dated fuck (laughs) (laughs) did I not just ruin your life Uh. (laughs) yeah I've I've definitely sent drunk texts and uh left drunk voicemails but for the I, most part i literally I'm... just started feeling sick to my stomach thinking about that. did you leave something bad not recently <laughs> just way in the past yeah i went through my dms on on twitter <laughs> twitter alert um like a while ago and i saw a text or, or a message from my high school boyfriend <laughs> like it's me being like oh sorry did i call you last night and him being like yeah it was pretty embarrassing (laughs) and then we just kept having a conversation i said oh shit and he was like yeah how are you (laughs) 
very toxic, very not good. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty embarrassing of you. How are you, though? Yeah, you should up? be medicated. That was so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, relationships, dating. Oh. I hate hearing people say... I mean, I used to say this, but, like, I don't regret any of my past relationships because they shaped me into who I am today. I'm like, there are people that I would go back in time to, like, avoid. Yeah. Like, people I've dated or people I've just, like, hooked up with that I'm like... People I've hooked up with, oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like... because like there's certain things where like i want to say that i totally would like just avoid it like if i could just avoid my all of my relationships i probably would but the thing is is like so many things in my life have happened because of those relationships Mm -hmm. and like have jump started me on like this certain path of my life and i kind of like where i am you know i kind of like the person i am Mm -hmm. so i'm like i would be completely different had these things not happened to me that's true do i wish i could um eternal sunshine of the spotless mind me myself uh, a little bit um try marijuana <laughs> <laughs> i remember very brief moments of my past relationships oh. and i like it that way <laughs> yeah i i wonder if that would work because i'm a dweller i'm such a dweller it's really bad i i but thought i was fun. and then like there's a bad breakup that it literally like two weeks later i was just vibing i was completely over it (laughs) like i i really don't i think that i well i guess it depends how it ends if it when it ends with someone cheating on you or just being shitty it like yeah jump starts that getting over process see i feel like with the relationships that i've personally ended i was fine like a hundred percent um like my three-year relationship this is so bad but i feel like i've talked about this so much it's like doesn't even matter anymore but um i remember i went to the apartment that we had together that i didn't live at anymore i sat him down and i broke up with him straight faced he wanted me to stay i stayed and held him while he cried for like an hour and then i left went back to my place and literally just everything in my life changed mm-hmm. i was a whole new abby I started glowing. I literally lost so much weight and like a healthy weight. Mm -hmm. I was like happy for the first time in my life. I felt so amazing. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, like it was kind of the same thing with this past relationship too. Um, Where I was just like the stress of being in the relationship just all melted away. And I was just like, "Mm." yeah, I'm done. But like when someone dumps me, like especially someone that I care about, a lot or even like my first heartbreak we didn't necessarily date but like that was my first experience with being ghosted um (laughs) it was very traumatic um because he like tried to bully me for like months and months afterwards he would send me like anonymous messages on tumblr and shit um and it was just like really (laughs) weird and i still i don't think up until i like met my last partner i don't think i was over it (laughs) I went through a whole three-year-long relationship not being over that heartbreak. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like... Yeah, there's a... I was just... Yeah. So, yeah. In pain. Um, wow. Yeah. I uh, I feel like getting dumped, even if it's, you want it to happen, 
it's still mm -hmm. like it's just a jab you know yeah <laughs> you're just like oh that sucks <laughs> really kills the ego <laughs> oh absolutely when i got dumped cause, like the first time i got dumped i of course was dramatic about it for a little bit because i was 16 and this last mm -hmm. time i got dumped i <laughs> it was like a week of me being like oh my god what am i gonna do and then like a flip switched and I was like oh I really didn't care that much like it was absolutely coming to an end I think I just wanted to be the one to do it but I was trying to like yeah. hang on <laughs> yeah so. oh my god yeah mm. 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 breakups yeah. that could be a whole episode on its own yeah we can we can get into that I wanna, we can get into it. My friends have some really like funny like breakups or like bad date stories. I kind of <laughs> want to get into, um, but um, I don't want the listeners to start getting overwhelmed with how long this episode will be. Yeah, because we like to ramble. Honestly, um, what are your what are your, it's fun though? Huh? It's it's fun rambling. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have no thoughts. What's going on? <laughs> I was going to say, what's your... Do you have any advice to bestow upon whoever is listening? Trust your gut about people yes, yes, yes. when you meet them. Mm -hmm. Even if you have put them on the highest pedestal and think they're the most amazing thing since sliced bread and you think that you will not be able to survive without them. Mm -hmm. One, they're not... Yeah. Two, you can. Yes. It, you will always know when something is wrong. How many times in my last relationship before we even got together did I have just this raging anxiety and this like feeling in the gut, like in the pit of my stomach that I just fully ignored? Because I was like, oh, they're so great. Yeah. They're like the best person. <laughs> um, and since being a lot more true to that gut feeling, I think I've avoided a lot of time wasted you know mm -hmm. um and that's not to say like don't let your anxiety rule you yeah but like if you see red flags like they're there for a reason mm -hmm. um just remind yourself that you are young generally i don't know how old you are actually listener sorry you could be you're young at heart you know um the lonely cast listeners never get old um <laughs> immortal yeah, we're, we live forever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I don't know. You have time. There's so much time. Mm -hmm. And people will come into your life and people will leave. And all that matters is that you like yourself. And you love, you love the people around you and in your life. So, And that the people around you and in your life love you, too. That's a good closing thought, Abby. Thanks. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, I am putting my... Two thumbs up for myself. You look like you're in pain. <laughs> I am. You were trying to convince yourself I with really that am. advice. <laughs> um, I think I would just say that in the moment it can feel like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to live without this person or like, um, my train of thought left <laughs> um, I was gonna say is that you've lived without them uh, before you can do it again and that 
-hmm. the world is so massive Mm -hmm. like this person is not the only person who's going to treat you the way that you want to be treated and Mm -hmm. there's someone out there for you if that's something that you care about I don't know I had a really long spiel uh, in my head but I forgot it so I guess we'll close out <laughs> um, I think that was good that was cute thank you um, <laughs> it was valid good advice thank you uh, so thanks for listening and joining us today <laughs> we're having a lot of fun with this um, yes shout out to Doug Hoyer for our opening and closing music outro and intro mm-hmm. is the word that I want to use um, he makes really awesome music. He's on Bandcamp. We'll link that below. Um, and our opening animation was done by my boyfriend Malachi. So shout out to him. Yeah, man. And just thank you to for supporting to everyone us. listening. We yeah. really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten some really great feedback on the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, second episode is up by the time you're hearing this one. So yeah. very excited to hear about what you guys think. Um, it's important to us, so we're glad that you're enjoying it so far. Yeah. If you hate it, you can tell us that too. But oh, I'd prefer um, if you didn't. You can probably keep that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's fine. If you have constructive criticism, yes, we'll take that. But no hatred. Good vibes only. <laughs> okay. Um, all of our social media is linked below. We have a Discord. Mm-hmm. Join it. Nothing's happened in it yet. Maybe by yeah, the time this awesome. is up. But join it. It will. It'll be fun. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see you guys see next, you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>